0: Today's guest is one of my favorite people in the whole world, Summer Engman. She used to be my business partner. Uh, a couple of years ago, we used to run an event in Brooklyn called Turn On Brooklyn. Where we play communication games and help people get intimate. And we also hosted a radio show back in the day called The 60 Minute Orgasm. It was on this hipster pirate radio station. And it was a lot of fun. It was actually, it was great catching up with her because it was a little bit of a flashback to when we had a, our own radio show. But a couple years ago, she left New York City to live on the road, and she's been ever since. And it was awesome to catch up with her and hear her talk about her uh, leaving her last business, Adventure Awake, her starting a film school. And uh, in addition to catching up with her, uh, we speak about taking the leap, which was really useful for me personally because I see myself, uh, and I talk about this in the, in the show, uh, kind of overcommitted to certain projects. And it was actually personally useful to hear uh, what she had going on. I'd say this episode's super useful for anyone who is in the process of taking the leap or thinking about taking the leap in the name of their true desire, whether it's a career move or a lifestyle change or relationship move. Um, Summer offers some really great mindsets for overcoming your internal resistance and doing the thing that you really want to do because okay, so that's what you should be doing, all of us. Right now, you're listening to episode 017, Summer Engman Taking the Leap. You're listening to the Rwando podcast, Perpetual Orgasm, Infinite Play. Please subscribe on iTunes and enjoy the show. Going live and we're live. Hey, Summer.
1: Hi, Rwan. Good to see
0: you. <laughs> Is that how we used to start the old show? Probably. Uh... I feel like it was something funny and awkward like that.
1: Oh, yeah. If I was involved, it was definitely <laughs>
0: awkward. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I, I just realized now, I mean, I know we haven't caught up in a while, but I actually haven't seen you in person in like three years.
1: Is that true? So? Right?
0: Because right? last yeah. time I've seen you, you probably were doing a radio show or something around that time period, right?
1: Oh, my gosh. Maybe. Yeah.
0: That's we've talked so on well. the internet, but yeah. I have no <laughs> idea what your lower body looks like these days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it- it has its ups and downs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sweet. So, um, so you've been traveling since we last hung out. Uh, since we were doing stuff, um, I'm curious now because I, I know some things have changed for you recently. What is your j- daily schedule like? What are you doing? Like, what's going on?
1: <laughs> I just got. Uh, I just got off of a, a, a five weeks being in Italy, surrounded by. 80 other filmmakers, um, like basically the way this thing went was we were staying in the, the, the gym or classrooms of schools that were out for summer on air, mattress, air mattresses in rooms of like like everybody just piled on top of each other with like cook stoves in the hallway it was just it was craziness and every day we would wake up and we would work on our films and we would go out and we were collaborating it was total mayhem um like just i worked on so many different projects this is what i was doing so for it's like a
0: film time. school immersion so, so
1: it was a it's like a traveling film campus thing cool. um, kind of although i didn't find it to be super campusy it was more just like a traveling film collaboration with 80 people and yeah and so my daily schedule uh then was you know that (laughs) um but depending on what we're doing that day and sometimes I had days off and sometimes I was coaching you know I would be outside the school like on my phone um talking to my ongoing clients I didn't take any new ones before uh Mm -hmm. Starting that because I wanted to leave my schedule more open. But yeah, now I'm in Prague. Um, I'm starting a new thing. Um, I don't know if I should talk about it yet. with are starting it, but maybe I should talk, about, I should it. talk I mean, about it. Like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're starting actually a film school, a, uh, a film school that goes um, that that changes locations. So we do, we'll do three weeks in one location. We'll take a little break. We'll do three weeks in another location. We're gonna go to Can. Um, we're uh we're gonna have some really really good instructors come in and so, who is things. we
0: is it you and like your co or classmates
1: a friend of mine uh who's a filmmaker who lives in prague um and i are partnering up and we just um we just uh rolled in a third guy who um is from Accenture and he just left and he's been he was heading the editing team there and he is Accenture? For, for Accenture is a Consultancy. Okay. It's one of the largest companies in the world. Um, anyway, yeah, he. So he's just joined us, and he's a film guy, but he's like really organized, um, much more so than I am. And uh, yeah, so that's we, and that's really exciting because you know I yeah. just I just I left uh, my last company adventure awake, which was a traveling like personal growth retreats. And we went to Georgia, we went to Jordan, we went to Mongolia and I just left that. And this is like the film version of that, which is really awesome.
0: Cool. So what made you want to switch from that into this or switch out of that? I guess they were separate decisions. It sounds like,
1: um, no, they were the, they were, uh, I, I went, I switched out of it. Okay. So I was, this is a good thing to talk about. Actually. I was in, I was, I was traveling a couple. So, you know, as you know, I left New York in 2015 and I've been away from the U S ever since Except where I went back just recently just to check in with my, my family. And, but anyway, I was, um, traveling and I, you know, I'm a coach and, um, I was like, I want to combine these things. And so, um, I met with, I met with my old, my former business partner and Tisa and, she had this great idea to start adventure awake, which was travel and coaching. And it was like the perfect thing. So we started it and I just happened to make the promotional video for our company. And I was like, I had spent like eight hours a day for a couple of days doing that video. And I just like was hungry to do. I was just, I loved it so much. And I was like, Oh shit. I love this. And, um, then it was like, okay, the video's done time to continue doing what you're doing. And, um, I was like, oh, we got to make another video for, you know, showing what we actually do out on, out in our trips. So then mm-hmm. Jordan, our second trip we did, we made a video, I, um, put it all together and Oh, it was so fun. I was like, it was better than the first one. And it was just like, ah, and, and I was I was with Antisa when I was finishing it and she was watching me just sitting there, just like, and she like, she was like, wow, you seem to really like this stuff. And I was, you know, and, uh, and meanwhile I was, when we were in Jordan and I was, I had my attention on filming and then I had my attention on our clients and I was like, I can't like, there's definitely, I definitely feel the tension there of me wanting to have wanting us wanting to create a space for myself where I could actually just focus on filming with people who had signed up to be part of that with me. Mm -hmm. Like the draw was so strong that, that actually um, going on the next trip to Mongolia that we did, I shut off filmmaking. I was like, I can't, I'm not going to take any film because it was hard. It was hard not for me not to, to, to not put my, all all of my attention on it. And so I just came to like a a realization that, wow, I started this thing, which was the perfect thing. Um, adventure awake. And it helped me to realize this thing that has always been there, this medium that combines culture, photography, travel, people, music, timing, all sorts of like cool stuff. It, it's always been a thing that it, I felt compelled by and I'm looking like looking back when I was younger, I, I just looked at it as a thing I couldn't do, like a thing that I wasn't good enough at and other people would be better at it. So I just didn't do it all my life. And then I, here I was, and I was, uh, you know, like a a coach and I was like, what? No, that's old. Like I can totally, (laughs) I could totally decide to do that. And, um, It just got to be like, that's what I I wanted to give it my all. And so I left Adventure Awake to give it my all because I couldn't give Adventure Awake my all and give this my all. Um, I was, I felt really torn by them. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so it was, it was the, that is why I left. Um, It was the perfect time. And it was like, I got the exact thing I needed. Um, from that experience with Adventure Awake and Tisa's super happy to take it over and so so she's still doing it yeah I know mean, it's cool. going and actually it's it's probably doing better without me now because um, she, cause she has such a clear vision of what she wants her brand to be and like she and I are different people and like I have a totally different style than her and we don't have there's no more friction between like us about what direction it's going to go in like yeah partnership's hard sometimes I know, right?
0: They're easier to start, I think, because you don't have to get you can get over that at first, like, oh, I can't do this by myself, and then they get hard as soon as it's like built.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. Did we? This like, has that? been my
0: experience. Um, I don't know. That, to be fair, I don't know how much we built to fight.
1: over. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: turn on Brooklyn was pretty cool. Yeah. And the radio show was fun. I do remember I- the last couple radio shows we did. We did argue a little after
1: oh we did I don't
0: yeah with our like seven viewers like it was very <laughs> actually who knows how many people listen to us i, like, know, I, just, really... I
1: don't know that was a good time yeah anyway so why what were you what was the initial question
0: i um how did you switch oh i just want to say it looks like we have a couple of live viewers uh if you're listening live you can uh we can see your questions chats in the sidebar so Feel free to say hi, or ask a question, or cut me off, and I'll ask your question to someone or whatever. Um, so, see so yeah, I asked about, um, yeah, taking the leap, or like how did you switch?
1: Oh, right, yeah, no, it was the, but it was sort of similar to how I mm-hmm. took the leap into coaching to begin with. Was I realized I didn't have the energy and time to fully do this thing that I loved as long as I was um, totally invested in this other thing. Hmm. Um, a lot of people do it differently. A lot of people say, I'm going to build this on the side while I, um, you know, keep this other sure sort of sure thing, um, that keeps me comfortable, uh, for me. And I know I'm not the only one here. Um, it's easy for me to do. Okay. Like, really easy for me to do good enough and okay. And if I am not, if I am not in a way sort of like, I don't have anything else, like, I'm, I've got, like, I've got to, I've got to hustle, I've got to, I've got to look at all opportunities. Like, if I, if I am comfortable, I, I, I'm lazy. I'm, you know, it's mm-hmm. only when I get really, I have, there are two main, I think, components to um, me getting my ass in gear. Uh, one is desire. The desire has to be genuine. Mm-hmm. It has to pull me. It has to be that, like, I'm not doing it for money and I'm not doing it for um, accolades. I'm not doing it because I said I would. Not, like None of those reasons um, are sustainable energy sources for me to keep motivated and to keep hustling towards something. Um, so that's the one. Uh, the other is uh, I, there has to be some degree of, um, so that's desire. And then, you know, I think we've talked about this many times desire you're moved by inspiration or desperation, right? Yeah. <laughs> I need both. I don't know about you, but I need both. I'm I mean, trying to work uh, less
0: from desperation because I want to keep putting myself in spots. I now. know,
1: I know. But for me, um, if I like, and I totally agree with you and I think that that's, and I think that, um, I think that a lot of people are on a channel of working straight from inspiration where, where I'm at because I have always been a person who kind of gets by no matter what, like I never, I, um, I'm never super worried, uh, and I'm never like stressed out. Like I'm never really all that stressed because I have a, um, I have a worldview that, that is like, that, that says, um, all, uh, everything that I'm learning is valuable. Everything that I'm, that I'm, uh, every, where I am right now is actually the perfect place for me to be or else mm-hmm. like there's something I need to learn in this situation or else I wouldn't be here. So I'm going to look for what that is. And, um, because of that, like I, I never feel like, Oh, everything's going wrong or anything like that. So here it was, I just decided I'm going to, um, I'm going to jump off and I'm going to do, I'm going to jump into the world of film and I don't have a job in film. So, um, uh, I, I basically feel a huge desire for it, like a, a huge pull, I I'm I'm watching short films all the time and I'm like getting inspired and I'm talking to people and I have been working on things with people. And I just feel like this gigantic desire to get better at this and to, to do it and to enjoy it and to like actually immerse myself in it. And that's kind of, that also provides me with a sense of desperation. Like if I don't, if I don't do it, I know how I feel like I know how it feels to scroll and scroll and scroll through Facebook instead. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel at this point in my life, like desperate to be creative, like desperate Mm -hmm. to be fully immersed in my creativity, which makes me feel this sense of I'm willing, I I'm, I'm willing to do things that I haven't been willing to do before. And it's because like what? Okay. So like, uh, like, at like, okay. You know how I'm like, you know, me, I'm a little bit like, um, I can be reserved and I can be like a little too cool for school. I don't like to ask Mm -hmm. for help. I'm willing to ask for help. I'm willing to, uh, tell people, I really want to make a film about you, you know, like things like I'm willing to be like, I'm building a portfolio. Like I'm a person who wants to just have it all figured out, you know, and like look really good already. I'm willing to look like, I don't know what I'm doing. I went to this, to this uh, thing in Italy that I told you about earlier and like I directed, I directed two films. I've never directed a film with other people. I've never used actors. I've never, I've never written, um, a screenplay. I've never been the director of photography. I was a director of photography on somebody else's film. I, like didn't know what I was doing at all. I was willing to do that. It was really embarrassing for me cuz I yeah. don't like looking like I don't know what I'm doing, but I I don't I just don't know. And so I was willing. I'm like I'm willing to like be the, the sidekick. I'm willing yeah. to um to say like uh, I'm willing to ask for um money to do these pro to do to to do somebody's headshots or something.
0: Yeah, uh, there's the- something in the desperation piece that I'm hearing of like, oh, it's simplicity. Cause I'm like, I, I feel a little FOMO for like the desperation you're talking about. And it's like like mm-hmm. what a- I just said I don't want to feel desperation. Like but I'm thinking like <laughs> it sounds so much simpler than like right now. I'm looking at my desk right now. I have like seven different things I've been working on this morning. And I feel so overwhelmed. Like I was afraid to like start writing today because not because I don't want to write any one thing, but because I have like seven different things um, Mm -hmm. that I'm all like are half done. But like when you're desperate, like this is the thing. And it feels like so much easier on your mind.
1: I know. I just, when I was before I, and so I allowed myself to get desperate. This is what I was afraid of. I was afraid. I was actually afraid of getting this desperate. I was afraid of feeling this. So I was basically like, I don't really care about film um, for many years. And I was, uh, I, you literally like, if you asked me, what's your passion? I wouldn't have said this because I didn't know. Like I, like, I didn't acknowledge it to myself. Um, it wasn't until I like accidentally started doing And like, I'm telling you, like seven years ago, I started making a short film and I made about 30 seconds of it. And I was like, Oh my I was like, basically what happened is, is it started, it it started, it was really awesome. And it was really fun, fun and easy to do for me. And I was like, Oh shit. And I just, I didn't finish it. And I made about 30 seconds. I didn't, um, I said, I don't know what happened in my mind, but I shut it, I shut it down. And I remember watching movies when I was a kid and being so moved by them. And I'm, I've, you know, social media, like video has become huge for social media. You scroll, through Facebook, Instagram, and you see these beautiful little shorts, um, that inspire. And I've long known that those are valuable and I've wanted to have someone make one about me. I never, like, I never let myself consider that I wanted to do that until I did it. And then I was like, oh shit, I can't, it just haunted me. I was afraid to acknowledge it. I didn't want that desperation, that feeling of, I have to do this because I knew what I'd have to give up. Or I thought I, or I had, I had beliefs and ideas about what I'd have to give up. Yeah, I don't know if those were true.
0: So, so what actually have you given up so far as Infar? So, I gave up my like,
1: company.
0: Okay, that's the big. One.
1: Um. Yeah, that was the, that's the big one. I gave up my company. Hmm. Um. I think that's about it. Oh, all right. Well. Actually, want I actually wanted to <laughs> up, I, I wanted to give up my company anyway. I just I couldn't convince myself to do it because it was it seemed ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We just built it it's going really well, you know? Yeah. And it was exactly what I said I wanted to combine travel and coaching. So yeah, it, that's the hard thing. And, you know, Antisa was instrumental in this. My business partner, Antisa, she, we're talking, I was saying, I want to go do this film. I want to go to film school. Um, that's a whole other story, how that happened. I literally, I'm, I am staying with a friend in Prague a friend that I met in Georgia, the, the country,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who's American. Who the day after I told Antisa, "Okay, I want to go to film school in Italy." I'm, I'm admitting it. I'm, I'm acknowledging. I'm saying it out loud, and it was so taboo for me to say it out loud because I'm supposed to be totally invested in this whole other thing. Yeah. I said it out loud the next day. I meet David. He happens to be a filmmaker. I said, you know, it's so weird. Yesterday I was saying I want to go to film school in Italy. And he goes, I oh, gotta go to Cinema Manoare. And I was like, What's that? It's the thing I just went to for five weeks. But it, it, it happened the next day after yeah. I I was like, I allowed it to be, and the next day it was already starting. Like the wheels started turning and the like it started to provide the universe started to provide. Right. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. And I was just like, Okay, so this so this is obviously a thing that I have to allow, I have to say yes to because if I say yes, like, then the things will come. It's been, it's been really awesome. Like, uh, I've keep having all these opportunities come up. The timing keeps being right. It's just really crazy how that happens. But yeah, I gave the company, um, I, I, I had wanted to, it, I had, I had been feeling the, you know, the, like I said, the tension between the, the two desires, but yeah, the thing that I was trying to say before I went on that tangent was that Um, it was so inconvenient, this desire, it felt so inconvenient, as they often do, right? Mm -hmm. And the other ones felt so obvious. And like, I had all these things. It was like, okay, there was Adventure Wake, it was like, I was blogging, and I, I was like, oh, how like, I'm doing the marketing and da 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 da, and like trying to think. And I had like, like you said, like I had 10 things on my desk, and I was overwhelmed. And, and I couldn't find the motivation to do any of them like they all felt flat in my soul. I don't know how to like,
0: yeah, I'm actually kind of feeling, I mean, I just said like, this is kind of what I'm feeling right now with all my little projects.
1: And, um, and I was sitting with Antisa and she was like, can I just say a thing? And I was like, sure. And she was like, I think you should really take a look at what, what of all of these things that you want to do in your life that you're saying that you want to pursue, which one of, which of them are compensatory. They're like, for the listeners who don't know what that means. It's like, which of those desires are you doing for a reason other than pure and utter desire, but you're actually doing them for like the things I listed off money um, because you think you're supposed to, um, because you think it looks good um, because you said you were going to like all like, and there's many other reasons why people do things. Uh, She's like, which ones of those? And I was like, I don't want to look at this. Uh, and I, and but I, but I did and I realized, wow, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Mm -hmm. Um, this one, the film one, but it was, it wasn't specifically film. It was creative. It was my, it was visual, um, arts creativity. Um, but film, the most specific of them was film.
0: Yeah. So what are the elements of true desire for you? I'm kind of asking for me, like,
1: yeah, (laughs) to get
0: clear on myself. But like, like what? Because like the compensatory thing you have identified, like, it's for one of those things. It's for something that's not genuine. Like, how did? How do you personally know when you have a true desire as opposed to like, oh, that's another good idea. Like, you know, I'm sure you have ten good ideas a day that are not necessarily true.
1: Yeah, I mean, I put them through the compensatory desire checklist. Okay. Like this film school thing, right. That we just are starting. I I had to think about it. I was like, is this compensatory? Is this because I think I can't do just, you know, make movies, you know, um, just, just do visual storytelling. Is this because I think I can't do that. And so I was like, okay, so if it were, if I were, if it were compensatory, what would I, what would be the reasons why I was doing this? What are what are some of the things that I think I'm going to get out of this? What are this the you know in, in, in quotes like what are the stories I'm telling myself about where this goes and why Too much I game this? Yeah.
0: Uh, this just reminded oh, me of the thing with. Uh, I mean, did you watch the season? I don't want uh, to spoil it. Yeah, alert.
1: yeah, yeah. But okay. I don't know if you should say this on here because. Ah,
0: okay. Spoiler alert. If you're not in season, uh, you know, cover your earmuffs. Which was must. making me think of like the Peter Baelish thing, which he says to Sansa, like, if your enemy's worst thing was true, could their behavior yes. justify it? Something yes. like that.
1: Exactly. Okay. So if this were a compensatory desire, what would be. What would you be compensating for? What? Why would? What would be your motivate your you know your your dark motivations for doing this? Uh. Your desperate or scared or scarce motivations or fearful motivations for choosing this, and just get really honest with yourself. You know, like, am I doing it for those reasons? And if I am, in any way, um, is it balanced enough? Is it? Is it? is it actually more for desire than those other things is it's, it's okay. And it's natural to have a little bit of those other things mixed in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to do this. I want to do, I want to do film, but I also would like to be successful at it and be, have be prestigious. But that's totally not why that's not the uh, the thing inside me. That just like freaks out when I think about not doing it. Like the thing that just like, like feels like it's, if I don't do it, like I'm, a part of who I am just is just like not getting its nutrients, like is gonna be malnourished and and and, and oh hold on. <laughs>
0: I'm oh, hello, cat.
1: Put this right here. <laughs> we got a little cat here. Um she's gonna hop all over the computer anyway, so but right, like uh I feel a sense of loss without it, like a real sense of, of something missing without it. I think that's maybe another test.
0: How often do your true desires sometimes feel untrue? Or like, what I mean is like, our example would be like, I I started this podcast again because I realized like, oh, like, as long as I don't worry about like, how is this benefiting my life or my career? Like it's the most fun thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. But almost always, not always, but this morning, definitely, because I feel overwhelmed and resistant, like, I just didn't want to show up.
1: Uh-huh. But like,
0: two minutes later, I was like, oh, this is, a f- I remembered. I just like doing these conversations. I've already gained a lot in like the last yeah. two minutes. I know. But you. like, I, I mean, if, if I didn't know you, I, I, this is a chance I would have flaked on you. I've been like, hey, I got to reschedule something, something like <laughs> I had that impulse at least because I just didn't want to do things. And I often feel that way about things that I know I actually want, or maybe, maybe I don't maybe to look closer at that, but like at some point I'm really excited. And then at some point I feel pressure to do it and I don't want to do it anymore. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah. And like, what do do I do? How do you prevent yourself from like being, Oh, it's a compensatory behavior. Let me go on to the next thing.
1: Um, that's a good question. I'm thinking of an example of when I was at this, um, this thing just recently with the, the, with all the 80 filmmakers, I was, I was exhausted. Um, I wasn't getting good sleep and it was, there's people running around being crazy all the time. So I was exhausted. I had just the week before made two films and acted in another one and did photo photography for a, a fourth one. And I didn't want to make anything that week. I just didn't. I, I didn't have the drive to do anything that week. And I was like, in a space, in a, in a mind space of like, no. <laughs> and, um, I didn't, I didn't make anything that week. And then I, cause what I, I was like, I, it's okay for me to, to, to rest at this week. I don't feel inspired. I can't think of anything. Um, I, for me, I felt, I, I, I'm not saying I, I I definitely know I still want to do film. I just don't want to do it here. I don't, this, this environment, like I had all these thoughts of, okay, summer, you got to be able to want it even, even in any environment, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, I know, but I don't, I don't right now. Why don't I just give myself the space to feel, uh, to not, you know, to not push and then to feel the desire again. Cause like I needed, I needed to re, to, I needed to reset like I needed to be able to 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 feel like I wanted to do something in order to come up with anything I mean it's creativity mm-hmm. you have like and so I just I just sat that one out and I I like decompressed a little bit and I got creative again I, I don't know I just let myself I let myself have it I, and in a way like I did i I had my doubts like I felt I went I think I had a couple of days where I was like ish I I shouldn't not want to do, do anything this week. Like I, I should want to, like, if I really like want this, I should want to, but I took the whole, the whole situation into consideration. I was like, I'm not used to living this way. It was just too much. Like I I was in a particular state, you know, and I just kind of like, I was not like all doomsday about it with myself. I think I gave myself enough leeway to like let my little desires head pop its out out again and be like, okay, I'm ready instead of instead mm. of like just like really being harsh with myself. About it's it. made
0: me think of quit stuff like like the whole mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
1: just like a little quit
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. I think that's something I, I get challenged with because I like with writing just as an example. Like I get, I know I get a benefit out of writing every day or like doing something yeah. regularly whether I feel like it or not. But then I also get into a habit of forcing it sometimes, and then I take a break, and then sometimes I can get in my head about taking a too long break. Like I've taken months long break, and then I'm like, ah, I wasted three months, and this is this is what my neurosis sounds like, or my uh, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I've been told before. Um, I don't know how true this is. I didn't think it, I it was true, but I've been told before that I have a really good radar for being able to tell when it's when when it's time to. Um, sort of change the stroke, as we say, mm-hmm. like, where it's time to
0: You're a you good been doing something you've
1: been, you've had discipline, you've gone, and you keep there's a point sometimes where you keep pushing, because, you know, for the sake of discipline, when um, it's actually not the thing that's needed. And I, and I've been gentle enough sometimes with my system to say, look, we ha- we had a good run with this thing, and it's no longer the thing. And Or it's not – even not necessarily no longer, but for right now, I can feel it's not the thing that's needed. What's needed is something else, and I'm totally willing to go back to this. um, But what's needed is something else. And Mm -hmm. I think um, that I personally balance that with uh, laziness because sometimes I'm just lazy. So it's a – but I don't know. I wrote a whole thing uh, a couple months ago on laziness. I don't even think – laziness is not laziness laziness is always something else hmm. laziness is overwhelm or laziness is like we said um uh com- you're you're going after the compensatory thing and you don't have um the natural momentum pulling you and so you you have to it's like you're going upstream uh, I don't think laziness is just a, a flaw in character. Although I do think there's a thing called grit, mm-hmm. which is a willingness to keep going through failures, um, through uh, doing the the next little thing when there's like a hundred things. Um, yeah.
0: to get I guess to that is the... mastery, especially with the creative process, like when, when, knowing when you need to chill and when to grid it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I am curious about your creative pr- process in general. Like, do you have like things you're doing now or you've done that? Like, cause I know at one point you were writing like multiple articles a week, which I was like, Whoa, like that's yeah. like the most words anyone's created that I know in like a week.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Um, I was, uh, I was doing two, two articles a week. I set that goal for myself and I actually think I only did it for two months, Mm -hmm. um, which maybe that's kind of a long time to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you, my creative process suffers because in, in, to by, in some regards, because I'm traveling all the time Mm -hmm. and like, in terms of like having a routine, I don't really have one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think routine, No, not really. I, 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 I've been weighing, um, there's so much opportunity for me out in the world, uh, going around and like dropping into different people's lives and all that I can get from that. But, um, I really, I really do crave the ability to build a routine, like like, it's optimization, being able to optimize my energy in my life. And I don't have that, um, right now but it's good. I think it's a really good thing, um, to be able to do when I'm optimized. I, you know, morning pages, right? Like I yeah. get up and I do morning pages. It's amazing. It gets, for those of you who don't know, morning pages this is from the artist's way. And it's, you write 750 words, um, in the, in the morning before you check your phone, before you get out of bed, you just start to write and you just like, you just, you don't know what's going to come out, but, um, you discover things, you get things through, move them through your system that you wouldn't all day otherwise if you didn't do that. And I find that incredibly valuable for finding topics to write about. So when I was doing that, I was also doing more morning pages because morning pages got me topics mm-hmm. um, to, to write on. And also I would just, I would take stuff that I'd written in morning pages and drop it into my yeah. blogs and, and fic, you know, fancy it up. Cause it was just, yeah. So that, that really works. I think, um, uh, I think do we uh, like setting aside time? I mean, everybody will tell you this artists will tell you this setting aside time. Um, that is, uh, that you put towards your craft every day is, uh, it's just a generally a good practice. I'm in the midst now. I'm starting to, um, build a new business. And so I anticipate that I will be uh, putting a lot of attention towards that. Um, and for, but for me, the difference is it's basically, it's like adventure awake, except for I don't go on the trips and not film. I actually go on the trips and it's all about film. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that takes a lot, that takes a lot of, um, a lot of, energy and attention as well to, to start, you know, obviously to start, to start a thing. Um, but when I, oh, this cat, sorry. I'm getting distracted because this cat is trying to, trying, trying her best to sit on top of the keyboard. Um,
0: yeah. Why do cats like that? It's like a thing. It's hot. It's warm. Oh um,
1: yeah. If they like to, uh, they like anything, they just like to sit and sleep in the sun and yeah. on keyboards. Makes sense. Yeah, my, um, but, uh, honestly, my creative process is really chaotic and, uh, I just kind of like, I, I try to collaborate. Um, I watch a lot of stuff. Here's another thing. I, 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 put myself, um, not put myself, uh, I expose myself to, to, to other people's art, like as much as I can to try to, um. I spend a couple hours a day watching short films or watching Mr.
0: Robot. No. Oh, have you heard of it, it's a show on. I have heard of it. It's really good. Uh, Reminds me of people we know, but like what, what is really cool about that show from a filmmaking perspective is the cinematography of how they film dialogue. And you're like, like one of the few people who I think I can even tell this to like the way that they, they put the, the head in the lower third of the frame and they put the other person outside of the screen, so it makes it really like cool to, to watch. <laughs> anyway, yeah, if you just watch That's a dialogue so scene from that, that from sounds that
1: painful, but I'm so interested now.
0: Yeah, yeah, they have really interesting cinematography. Um, yeah, did I tell you I, I made a movie?
1: It's so in what? Sorry, what? Did I tell you I
0: made a movie a few years ago? Or no, last year? Yeah, it was last year. No.
1: Oh yeah, Ruan, yeah. I don't know why I was. I don't know. Why I wasn't like this wasn't on my mind, but you make these awesome little films.
0: Yeah, I haven't in a while, but um, yeah, like I think I guess it was like a year and a half ago. It was the end of 2015, so yeah, two years ago. Um, yeah, I took like six months off of coaching, and I worked on this film. I wrote the screenplay, and I was in it, and uh, it was directed by this guy. Uh, I mean, Ode Rashid is actually like a award winning filmmaker. And it was awesome.
1: Oh.
0: Um, I got back from it. I was like, oh, I want to be a filmmaker. And we started working on some scripts. And I realized like how tough like, uh, that life is. And just like, I'm just going to go back to coaching. So I did, but no, it was really right, awesome. Really? Yeah. And it's really? funny, like this morning, as I was procrastinating through different projects, like he's been asking me to write a short uh, for him at some point, And I was like, yeah, i put it off. And I just started writing it this morning as procrastination for what I said I was going to do. But, uh, so I don't know if I'll finish it, but like, it's a fun little thing I like thinking about.
1: Ah, that's awesome. We should collaborate. I don't know if it's something, if it's a true desire of yours, but
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I love writing pages of scripts. I don't like, I I haven't finished too many things, but other than that one movie, but
1: I can't um, can't even imagine writing pages of scripts. Like for me, that's just like, (sighs) Not at all what I want to do. Really? That's so. my
0: favorite thing. Because, like, I did, yeah. I, I had a few roles in this film because it was a fairly low budget. But um, writing dialogue is my favorite thing. Constructing the story is definitely not like he did that as the director. Uh-huh. But, like, I just love, I could, like, you give me a character and I'll, like, I'll just write their thoughts forever. Like,
1: <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. That's, it's so interesting to hear this from you, um, being somebody who that's like the, probably the main, area of filmmaking that I don't connect to at all. It's so mm. interesting to hear your sort of enjoyment and passion about it. Like, in my mind, yeah. I'm just like, why would anybody want to do that?
0: Yeah, I love it. It's, just, it's what I do in my head. Like, I just have these imaginary conversations. So it's like, I just to pull a character. Out. <laughs> uh, you know what, I will finish it by the end of this year. And I will send it to you. I might finish it tomorrow. It's It's only gonna be a few pages. But <laughs> I don't wanna over like overpromise. Maybe a student project or something.
1: Yeah, totally I would love to. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, yeah. I would so, love to hear. Yeah.
0: So what's um what is the school exactly? When does it start? Who's it for? How does it work?
1: It's um so we well, here's what we have planned. You um are you familiar with the uh, red weapon camera?
0: Uh, no, I know Red Dragon, same company. I yeah.
1: Okay. It's the most. That's yeah. It's the um, it's like the most prestigious camera you can possibly mm-hmm. shoot on. Um, my friend has one. Um, cool. He works at Accenture, saved up his money, and uh, bought a Red Dragon. <laughs> and Sweet. I'm battling a cat on the side over here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and um, so and
0: it's like an IMAX quality camera.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah. uh yeah and um so he's got it and our basically our selling point is okay so you can shoot on the red um we're going to submit your film to the um to the short the short film corner it can and it they ac- they accept and screen all the films that are not um devoid of artistic value in any way or that are not um, plagiarized or using copyrighted material, but they said, so, um, we're going to get everybody who comes to our school. We're going to get all all their films into Cannes. And, um, basically we're starting in India, which is a weird place to start, but we have a very good reason for that. And like, we're in Prague right now. And the Prague film school is like every year, more and more Indians come. Indians do not, they have film, they have film education in, in India, but um, I think a lot of them are really interested in, um, like foreign, like foreign film education, not, not Indian teachers. Mm-hmm. And, um, we would love to tap into that market. So we're going to India and we're going to,
0: cool.
1: we're going to get a presence in India. And that's starting in January. We're going to, after that, we're going to the country of Georgia. Cause they also, they have a lot of filmmakers there and they have a shitty yeah, film school. I, don't, I do. <laughs> and it's not only really, it's not only me like we've got a lot of people there uh we know a lot of people we know a lot of filmmakers there um and then we'll probably then, then we're gonna do one in Cannes. that's all about um networking and production uh, like being uh, producing getting your film out there and all that stuff and um roving shoulders and all of that uh we're gonna do one in prague but anyway um there's a i mean we're gonna we're gonna teach uh screenwriting um, cinematography, directing, and, um, what's what and editing. And we've got some really great teachers on board already, uh, who are leaders in the field who are, who have like, um, who are either already teachers or just, uh, professionals who've been, who've been working on feature films or whatever it might be. So we've got a lot of good teachers and we're going to, Oh, here's the coolest thing about it. I, for I, I can't believe I didn't tell you this first. Um, the reason why I'm involved is that we're, it's a mindfulness and filmmaking. We're teaching, mm. I'm going to be leading, um, uh, like, I don't know if it's workshops or if we're just basically going to be doing check-ins and like, um, uh, some one-on-one coaching with people, but the places where people get stuck in their creative process and in their ability to collaborate with others and where their ego gets in the way and where their fear gets in the way and where their beliefs and their judgments get in the way of letting like all of what's in them out. I'm going to work with them on that. And that's really what I'm, I'm really excited about that part of it because it's not something that exists in any of the other film schools. And so we've got a lot on our plate. We've got travel, we've got coaching and we've got, you know, our film curriculum, they're going to, they're going to come, they're going to do a lot of lectures, then they're going to do some, they're going to do workshop exercises. They're going to make, you know, group exercises. And then they're actually going to make a film that we're going to, that that's like fit for screening, like write, write it and produce it and direct it and film it and edit it and finish it.
0: Sweet. Yeah. For three weeks. That's really
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: I assume like probably don't have a website up yet, right?
1: No, no, not yet. No, we okay. just all right. Well, cool. we just began this week, mm-hmm. but that's that's our next step. Sweet, um, yeah,
0: yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll come.
1: Yeah, I mean, God, it would be so awesome if you came. Imagine
0: that.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, Ruan. <laughs> oh. I forgot about you and your whole little filmmaking thing. You're awesome at it too. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I that
0: camera, I actually. I, one of the things I decided to stop do spending time on was video editing, which I still like, but I realized I didn't love it and it takes so much time. Um, so I think I'm hiring someone off the internet. I think he lives in Georgia, actually. It's some country around there. Uh, I wonder if I know him. Uh, yeah. Well, you should hire me. I love
1: video editing.
0: Seriously. Okay, cool.
1: But maybe you should hire this Georgia guy because he probably needs it.
0: Yeah. yeah he's, uh, he also works inexpensively. <laughs> <So that's- laughs> Um, sweet. Uh, so yeah, I mean last, I guess, more personal development questions, but, uh, what do you want to say to people who are, I'm sure there's a lot of people listen, who will listen, uh, who have that internal resistance about taking the lead.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just talk. I've, Maybe you saw, I posted this thing on Facebook about it mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. And I asked people to, I said, like, let's talk about it. I want to get more fluent in this conversation. So I want to talk to people. I talked to a woman for like almost two, <laughs> we went a little long, mm-hmm. for almost two hours. Uh, because she had this, she was like, she was like you and I, she had all these things on her desk of all these things she was trying to pursue that, um, she felt like she, she was disappointed in herself cause she wasn't getting going with them. And, um, and she, ha- she also had this huge, just this huge desire to do this, this other thing. And, um, I don't want to out her, but it's, she's a dancer. Okay. And so she comes alive in that space when she's, she, she doesn't particularly want to teach it. She doesn't particularly want to, like, do dance theory. She wants to dance. And I was like, why? So what do you tell yourself about why you can't, why you can't do that? And she says, I'm not good enough. And um, this applies to every creative pursuit or even, like, I don't mean, not even just artistic pursuits, but, like, every pursuit. You're not good enough yet because... Um, you don't have the practice and, um, you're not as good as other, as other people at it because you haven't practiced as much as them. And, um, you have an idea of how good you want to be and you see other people doing it and you have, you know, you're able to, um, to discern what good looks like and you're not there yet. And it's very discouraging. And all I'd say is that, you have to do it. You have to do it every day. You have to do it every week. You have to practice. It's just getting a body of work out there. Like, it's just, um, like putting yourself into it on a regular basis. This is why I wrote for, you know, two articles a week for, for, for that long is because I was like, I need to create a body of work because in doing so, well, not only do I have a body of work, but I will learn, I will get better. I will perfect my craft, I will like really hone in on what my voice is that that's, that's the, that's the only thing that will get you to where you want to go. It's not even that you need to be particularly talented, and it helps to be talented, but that's not what gets people success in any field. It's not just talent. There's so many people with talent who don't have the grit to keep going and see it through. And that grit is the primary thing that leads to success. And to say, like, if if you ever tell yourself, so I think the reason why a lot of people don't do it is I'm not good enough. I think that's the reason most of us don't do the thing we really want to do, um, or get discouraged by it. Is like oh, I'm I'm not good enough to make a living at that, and so why should I really pursue it? It's like, yeah, you're not. Maybe maybe you're not now. Maybe you are. Maybe you know that's even another assumption is that you're not good enough now to start charging for what you do. But maybe you are. But even if you're not, you can get good enough. It takes time and it takes a lot of practice. Practice is the thing. As like all things. That's what I would say. I would say cool. just like start doing it. Do it, do it, do it.
0: Well, thanks, Summer.
1: You're welcome. Thank yeah, you. I,
0: I, I am going to think, I, mean, I took, usually just take notes of questions I'm going to ask, but I actually took a bunch of notes of things for me to think about, about my okay. Busy desk, so this is super awesome. I'm glad I didn't get too resistant in showing up.
1: Ah, yay! Thanks. I'm I'm Uh, glad it was helpful. It's good for me too. I you asked me some things where I had to be like, "Hmm, (laughs) 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 am I? is it really a true desire?"
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. So people can find you at summerengman.com.
1: As always, yes.
0: Cool.
1: Uh, And uh, shoot, I I will probably link to the film school from there in case anybody's looking for that I, I we don't we don't have a name yet
0: uh when you do when you have a website up in december or whatever we'll bring you back on you can talk about it perfect yeah sweet all right all
1: right ciao
0: Bye. <laughs> bye Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you want to be a part of the virtual audience for future episodes, make sure to follow me at crowdcast.io slash See you next time.